This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is Matt Spiegel, and I can't wait to bring you Season 2 of the PBP, Voices of Baseball. The very best play-by-play voices in the game talk about their craft. It's a job so special that even Joe Buck told us he will probably go back to it. I'm 53, basically 54. I, I think it's too early to say nevers at this point in my life. I think at some point I'll get the itch again. Incredible guests sharing great stories from your favorite teams coming this year. Find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you find podcasts. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Al and Jerry are here with more sports news and other stories that they couldn't get to during the morning show. It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, here we go. It's a podcast on a Tuesday, a bizarre Tuesday at the radio station because the return of Mike Francesa at 3 o'clock. That having been said, we're not spending much time on that. We've got other stories. Albert Dukes, what's up? Oh, hi, Jerry. Well, I have a, I have a story that involves a wild animal, and you have a story that involves a wild animal. I do. Uh, would you like to go first with your well, wild animal? I mean, I brought it up in the warm-up, so you'll hear it coming up oh, you did. in the taping. But uh, I have not gotten many good suggestions about this groundhog I have in the backyard. Yeah. And I'm very concerned about what it's going to do to my yard. Now, Greg's mother reached out to me because during the show today, I brought it up. And he had said his parents have a groundhog in the backyard. Matter of fact, a family of them. And that they're almost like outdoor pets. They love them. That they're very sweet little animals. Uh, she told me to buy a tree, let them mm-hmm. have fun on the tree, and I will enjoy them for years. Just have a zoo in your backyard. I'm not sure I'm going to go that route. So I'm thinking of what kind of poison I could get to oh. drive, not to kill it. Supposedly, smells and poisonous uh, fumes drive them away. Oh. So I'm trying to think of what I'm going to do. I see them sometimes on the side of the parkway, and I thought they were beavers. You like the beaver? But they're groundhog. I thought groundhogs were tiny, like would fit no, in the palm of your hand. No, groundhogs are huge. So Disgusting the things too. I'm seeing on the side of the parkway are beavers. They are. They're not groundhogs. Oh, no. They're groundhogs. Right. Uh, they're tall, but they'll stand up tall. Yes. Uh, the right? one yesterday. So while you, you talk. You have photos? Oh, do I have photos? Let me show you this. All right. Now, will they attack a human being, uh, a groundhog? I don't know the answer to that. I would bet not. They've got to... Most animals are afraid of humans if they're bigger than them. Wow, that's big. <laughs> he's in front of the soccer net. Yeah, it looks like he's playing goalie yes. on your kid's soccer net. Groundhog. And they burrow and all that sort of stuff. What does burrow mean? Tunnel? Oh, yeah, like they go, they, they dig and they go, they live under sheds. They love a shed. That's what mine's under. A groundhog. I wonder if I have a family of groundhogs. What if you did this, Jerry? What if you just uh, put up a sign that said "Groundhogs this way" and pointed towards your neighbors? <laughs> I don't think that would see work. if that would work. They <laughs> do. Funny. They're voracious readers. That's funny. Well, the, I'm sure uh, groundhogs. All right, so you're looking for suggestions on Twitter or something on how you could uh, have the groundhogs leave your home but yes. not murder them. Yes, and I was very disappointed. No one wanted to hire me to paint, so I'm hoping someone will at least 
contact me with ideas on how to get rid of a groundhog. What if you went out there, Jerry? You scooped up the groundhog. I'm not touching the groundhog. My wife said that to me. You put it in a box and you took it to the woods and dropped them off. No. You do it. I'm not touching the groundhog. Exactly. Could be rabbit. Exactly. Exactly. Could have rabies. Right. That's why I would go not go near it. I'll go to cage. I don't think so. All right. So I know someone on Twitter is going to, Jerry, I have a pest control company. We pick up the groundhogs. We take them to Antarctica where they love to live. Antarctica. <laughs> Something like that. You know what? I'll grab, I'm going to Alaska in August. Right. I'll grab your groundhog, take them to Alaska. They'll love it there. What are you going to call it? An emotional, an emotional pet? <laughs> yeah. For the, for the, both the airplane and the cruise. Tremendous. I have All right, what's your my, animal story? My emotional groundhog. Uh, this was a great story in the newspapers today. An off-duty police officer fought a coyote who attempted to grab a girl so I saw this. and take her away. Yeah, I saw this. In a Westchester park. Yeah. Westchester County uh, playground. Can you imagine? Yeah. The guy had a... He, he knows the police officer was off-duty, heard the girl screaming and the girl's mother screaming. They were in a park, and this coyote grabbed, charged them grabbed the girl by the arm and tried to pull her, I guess, into the woods to attack her. And this off-duty cop who knows jujitsu, which is important in this story, he came to her defense and he choked out the... uh, Did he really? Yeah, choked out the coyote. Wow. That's impressive. Very impressive. Holy cow. Yeah. He said because of his knowledge of jujitsu, he knew that that controlling the animal by its neck, he would win. The battle, and he did. Boy, that jujitsu, man! I got to get back into that if my back would hold up. Yeah, God. that way, if you're attacked by humans or a coyote, you're covered. <laughs> yes, <laughs> learn jujitsu. You could fight humans or coyotes. So the girl, uh, the girl's mom said this quote: "I'm telling you, it was like a cheetah. That's how fast it came at her." Right. She said, "I took my foot and kicked him as hard as I could in his face." which knocked him to the ground, and he stumbled a little. When he got up, he swung over to my daughter's side and bit her arm. Oh, my God. That is awful. I mean, that is a horrifying, as a parent, Yeah, I couldn't imagine. Then this is a quote from the police officer off-duty. Quote, I slammed its head to the ground a couple times. I was trying to eliminate it. Someone called 911, and the officers uh, came and uh, shot the coyote. Oh, well. I thought he choked it to death. He did not. So are you saying that I should try to choke the groundhog? No, because the groundhog's not charging you <laughs> when you go outside. Now. You know what I'm saying? I'm <laughs> just kidding. But by that, by the way, with that, I don't need anybody on Twitter telling me to get a BB gun and shoot right. the no, thing. It, That's not the point here. You should only attack animals if they attack you. Well, I just want it to go somewhere else. Right. That's funny. That's why I suggested the sign. <laughs> get with the sign. Yeah, just like. Walk this way. Walk this way, coyotes. Yeah. Uh, the um, Bill Cosby jury came back with a guilty Yeah, on Bill Cosby. The thing I found interesting about it is they interviewed one of the jurors who was a 22-year-old fella. Was this on the ID channel? Uh, no, I actually read this. I'm reading now, Jerry. So this must have been a paragraph in the newspaper? That's correct. <laughs> That's uh, You've nailed it. <laughs> Uh, yes. The, Random quotes from the jury. Al's in. <laughs> so it was just great. Uh, number one, the juror, 22-year-old guy, said he had no idea who Bill Cosby was. Oh, Co- I don't believe that. Who Bill Cosby was. Well, you know he what? Said, I say that, actually. I'm aware he was an actor, but I'm only 22, and when the Cosby show was out, 
I was not born. Yeah, I, you know, I I first started to say I don't believe it, and now I'm thinking about my niece, who's 23. She probably would have no idea who Bill Cosby is because the Jello pudding stuff before her time, the stand-up comedy before her time, Fat Albert before her time, Cosby Show before her time, and really, what has he done of note in the last 20 years? Just date raping, evidently. But this guy says he was not aware of who Bill Cosby was. And then he goes like this, Jerry. Yeah. Well, he admitted to drugging women and then uh, having sex with them. So the juror, the 22-year-old. So he said he was guilty, essentially. Yeah, said, good enough for me, guilty. Is that what he was accused of? Yes, that's correct. Uh, see, now, I did not follow the trial. Oh, You're I... telling me that he admitted to drugging women and having sex with them. Yes. That's what this juror says. That's the definition of date rape. Right. I'm confused. Well, uh, they're saying that, you know, I, I uh, that all of these cases, he admitted to some of these. So the, the guy was like, well, if he admitted to these, I'm sure he's done it to all these girls. Oh, yeah, yeah. But the one thing that threw me off about this 22-year-old juror was he goes like this. He goes, I don't really read the news. No, he's just right up your alley. <laughs> the guy's not following the news at all. I believe that. A lot of people don't. Yeah. It doesn't surprise me at all. What's more surprising to you, and I know we've discussed this before, but just because you brought it up, maybe it was my, my wife I talked about it with. In the last seven, eight years, yes. more surprising to you, Tiger Woods' sexual romps all over the all world right. in his private jets and in the pancake house or whatever the hell it was called. Right. Or Bill Cosby. Bill Cosby. Now, one's criminal i understand yeah. i just mean in terms of being stunned stunned well bill I mean, Cos- tiger woods had a pristine image yeah but bill cosby was america's dad bill cosby would call up eddie murphy and chris rock and other african-american stand-ups and tell them that he didn't appreciate the language they used really in their stand-up acts. Oh, i didn't yeah. know that I mean, I knew he was a clean comedian. Right. But I didn't know he would sit there and actually call out others. Yeah, called out others. And in fact, I think that's how this whole thing got started. There was a uh, comic whose name escapes me right now. But he was uh, on a a talk show, and he was saying how Bill Cosby's calling him, telling him, you know, how to behave in his act, and was really looking down on him. And he said, meanwhile, I've heard things about Bill Cosby. Really? Yeah. And I believe that started the ball rolling. Very interesting. Uh, Burris is, is the guy's last name. I don't know who that is. Okay. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's interesting to me because I remember when the Tiger thing came down, I just remember being like, this can't be possible. Right. Like, that's Tiger Woods. He's got the kids now and the beautiful wife, and he's so focused on golf. When does he have time for this stuff? Right. And you're going to tell me he's on IHOP with a – no way. It was a Perkins, I like, believe. Like, I don't believe it. And yeah. then, you know, as we've learned, well, you can believe anything. And porno stars. Yeah. And I I guess I didn't believe it, too, because how was it kept so quiet for so long? Yes. But as we found out, you pay people off for the most part. For a while, you get away with it. Right. Until your wife gets your phone. Right. Because that's how we got caught. Yes. She thought something was going on, and she grabbed his phone and locked herself in the bathroom and read it, read through yeah. everything. And then she went to work with a, with a golf club onto his vehicle. Yeah. And Remember? then he tried to back out and ran over the fire hydrant. Yeah, what yeah. a scene that must have been. I was, I was actually, I got to my hotel in Syracuse, New York that night. Where Columbia Thanksgiving was playing night? Syrac- yeah, Columbia was playing Syracuse on that Saturday night, I believe. 
And I remember I made the drive after all the family was over up to Syracuse to meet Columbia. And uh, I got to my hotel room. I turned it on. I'm like, what the hell? Like, what? Because the Giants were playing the Broncos, if I remember. So I really didn't hear anything about it. I was listening to the game as long as I could. And then music. Got to my hotel room. I turned it on like, huh? Crazy. What did we learn that first night when it first broke? We thought that he just got into a car accident and got injured. We didn't know. Oh, we didn't know his wife no. took a club it to his It was really the following days when stuff started getting pieced together. Really? Yes. Correct. Crazy, right? Yeah, that was crazy. And then finally, Jerry. Oh, I did want to say this about Mike's return to radio. I think it is a, um, a testament to the medium, to the power of radio. Because uh, ever since when television was invented, Jerry... They, uh, you might recall the 1980s song "Video Killed the Radio yeah. Star." It was about how television was going to yep. come in and uh, and uh, destroy radio and movies, and then we got eight tracks in our cars, and that was going to kill radio and cassettes and CD players and iPhones and all these things. And what Mike realized when he left is that radio, Jerry, is number one. Still is. Very powerful. It is. Still is. It sure is. I right. wanted to make that declaration. Okay, that was great. All right. And then finally, I have an article here, and I'll just give you the headline, Jerry. See what your take is on this. Should you and can you take time off from work after a breakup? Yeah, take vacation days if you need them. Yeah. I'm good with that. You're good with that. I would think if me and my wife broke up now... I would think somewhere along the line, there's going to be a three or four day burst in Vegas coming. And you would need some time off for that. Yeah. I would think that'd be a good way to wash the mind. You wouldn't take time off just to sulk at home. No, I don't think so. You wouldn't. No, I I don't know. I mean, it hasn't happened. I don't don't know. But I would not take off for that. I would think you'd want to come to work Mm -hmm. and actually get away from... That right, get your mind off. It. Yes, work maybe extra. But I, I don't know. I, I don't. I don't see myself taking off for that. But I could see a uh, little trip, a trip to Vegas, Vegas, Mexico. I don't know, something like that. Gogo Rama, one of the places that would not be in the offering. The Gogo Rama, that <laughs> too close to home. It's near where we live. Vegas. Oh, Las Vegas is the better place. Southern California. Oh, or Texas. Texas. Their go-go ramas are a little bit better than the go-go rama. Right. <laughs> You're funny. All right, Jerry. Uh, we got to go. The warm-up show is next. Uh, one question. Oh, yes. CMB is going to be in here now. Oh, yes. So I'm thinking I would like to move my nameplate to my seat. Do you agree with that? Okay. I w- I'm, I'm good with that. I liked it when it was there. It was over my shoulder when I was right. co-hosting. Mm-hmm. I think it should be behind me, though. Would you not agree? All right. Yes. I'm going to move that then. I'd love to get a big cardboard cutout of the three of them, put it behind Geo so it's on television. <laughs> I'm sure we can work on that. Just go find the van and rip it off the van. I'm going to uh, hang up a welcome sign for them. Do you think they think I was being a wise ass? Yes. They do. You I do. would not do that. Welcome I CMB. Them, I would let them be today. Let it be. Got yes. it. Yeah. I didn't, wouldn't mean it as a wise ass. I'd I mean know it that. As like, I would just let them come in and do their show and get the hell out welcome, of here. Welcome. Feel, feel at home in our studio. Yeah, no. It's... Where you are welcome. I mean, if you wrote it that way. Welcome. You're always welcome in our studio. That's nice. Welcome. You're always welcome in our studio. It's two welcomes. <laughs> hey, CMB, you're always welcome here. P.S. Please clean up after yourselves. <laughs> yes. And don't spit food into the microphone. Yeah. 
All right. Who do you think is the messiest one of the three? Carlin. That was quick. Well, yeah, I've worked with him. I feel like Bart Scott, I feel like professional athletes leave all their stuff around because they always had, like, people in the locker rooms to clean <laughs> up, up after, after them. them. Yeah. <laughs> I say Carlin. I worked with him. I used to watch him eating and did crumbs all over the crumbs place. Crumbs everywhere. Like Greg had the uh, crumbs in the chair that he was sitting right. on this morning. Greg had uh, biscuits, crumbs. Yes, exactly. All right, Jerry, warm up next. So. It's the warm-up show with Alan Jerry, brought to you by Newcastle Building Products, the only streak-free roof from Scotch Garden 3M. Use it on your roof already. All right, Tuesday morning. What do you say? This portion sponsored by Frontline Plus. Jerry and Al with you for about 12 minutes or so. What's up, Al? Oh, hi, Jerry. Sounded like Harris Allen had a frog in his throat there. Either that or the system wasn't up and running. Oh, it wasn't up and running. Yeah, you know, no. you know uh, JJ After Dark calls him the maestro. Yeah, why is that? I'm not sure, but it had me thinking about actual maestros. They don't From do Seinfeld? anything. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, like the maestro guy who does the leads the band. Right, there's so... no chance that they're not following that stick. They're following the music that they're. Funny you say that because at one of our final Rutgers games, they had a band that came in, like this big choir came in to do the national anthem. And I said off mic to my partner, I said, what a joke of a job. It's the National Anthem. If they don't know this by now, he got angry with me. About the maestro? Because a friend of his was a, what is it called? Maestro. Not really a maestro. Is That's it a, maestro? a maestro, yeah. All right, well, whatever. They were doing, he said, you don't understand the details of that job. I'm like, I felt like I could go out there yeah. and do it. I know the National Anthem. I could point and sway. Like, if they switched out the maestro for you at the Rutgers band and you did that, it wouldn't. if you did it all wrong, it wouldn't be like... Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> That's right. They'd be smooth. It wouldn't sound like the Charlie Brown teacher. Yeah, they'd just be like, we're not going to pay attention to the maestro. It's right. Jerry Recco. He has we'll, no we'll idea. Just do the National Anthem. Just do the National Anthem. Uh, page six, Jerry, which these days is filled with celebrities that I've never heard of. Right. Mostly uh, rappers and people on Netflix series. Uh, they do have a Matt Harvey piece in there today that said uh, Matt Harvey, when the Mets were in San Diego, drove up to uh, Los Angeles and partied at some club opening. Now, there were two reports. One was that he was stumbling around, mm. and one said he was fine. But the one thing that kind of stinks for Matt Harvey uh, with all the reports saying, no one recognized him. Well, That's got to stink. He's in Los Angeles. He's not yeah. New York, number one. Number two, I've said it three times. I'll say it again. Can they just cut him already? The Mets. Enough with this. Yeah. I mean, go out and have a good time. And then he stunk the next night, right? He did stink the next night, and he uh, said after the game that he he needs to be more prepared while being in the bullpen to be ready to go in the actual game. And I do think there's an adjustment period for that. And you want to go out, go out. I mean, I think most ball players go out. So it's not a big deal, but it's it, it's not working. It's May. What do we think we're going to find? What do you think? You think Matt Harvey's going to become all of a sudden this great pitcher again this year? No. So why even go through this anymore? What do those guys do down in the the dugout area, the bullpen area? They play cards. They, they just catch, sit out there. They talk. I'm telling you, that is perfect for you. Backup quarterback. Righty or lefty specialist, one batter, go take a shower, your night's done, collect about $2 million. Or even the cat, the bullpen catcher. Oh, he's got a job. Seems no, that's like a, a job, cool though. Gig. But he gets up and down. He's dry humping the pitchers. Dry humping the pitchers. And he's, you know, he's receiving. All right. Dry humping and receiving. Uh, Major League Baseball. <laughs> yes. Uh, they did a couple. Uh, they're doing those Facebook games. You're familiar with these. Remember everyone was up in yeah, arms? So no one seems to care anymore, do they? 
No one cares anymore because they're games of teams that we don't care about. Correct. But when they were Mets-Phillies, we cared. Right. But uh, Major League Baseball, uh, in a piece uh, that was in The Athletic, uh, said that they're working on trying to remove porn robots from their Facebook broadcasts. People make themselves feel better by watching pornography. Now, I saw this on the show sheet. I didn't read the article. I don't understand it. So, porn robots, Jerry... Uh, they, they, they could be fake Twitter accounts, fake Facebook accounts. So when you're watching a Major League Baseball game on Facebook, there, if you want, you can see people commenting on the game. Right, I clicked off that when we watched the Met game. A lot of people couldn't figure out how to click off it, but if you want to watch running commentary from people watching the game, you can have that up there. Right. So porn robots are... What is a porn robot? I'm explaining right now. They're fake accounts of uh, what appear to be sexy-looking women uh, writing in the comments section during the game, uh, click this link and come watch me, you know, take a shower or something. Got that, Eddie? <laughs> <laughs> so it's is it automated? Uh, yes, I believe it's automated. And they, really? And they also use uh, language with provocative emojis. What's an emoji, Al? That we found out yesterday. <laughs> so they might write something uh, provocative, right? Right. One of these uh, sex uh, porn robots, and then they would put, like, the eggplant emoji next to it. <laughs> what does that represent? Yeah, like, hilarious. So Major League Baseball wants to really figure well, out. how are they going to do that? I don't know. There's got to be some filtering process that they could work on. I mean, if Facebook hasn't figured that out, yeah. and I guess they haven't, they how haven't is Major yet. League Baseball going to figure well, it out? Well, they're going to work together, Jerry, and battle porn robots. I mean, think of how stupid this is. Yeah. You think 10 years ago that Bud Selig would have been thinking about porn robots? Porn robots taking over Facebook baseball I mean, games. Good Lord. And they also don't like uh, other people were just writing uh, mean political commentary. Well, that happens everywhere. Yeah, so there's you, nothing you can do about you that. You really have got to. Fe- Would you rather um, be barraged with um, angry political guy rants while you're watching a baseball game, or fake porn robots? What do you think? Fake porn robots. Of course. The, here's the thing with the politics on social yeah. media. Anybody that starts on politics, I unfollow. Is that right? I'm not interested. I'm not interested in your take. I'm just not. You know, same way people yell whenever we make some sort of a reference, not stupid references, but if we kind of get into politics or have in the past or try to defend, we've had Chris Christie here many times, try to defend them. There are many people that will say stick to sports and all right. that. There's a part of me that doesn't like that, but there's a part of me that 100% understands that because if I'm following someone, you want to have a comment, that's fine. When they go on these diatribes, though, I'm out. Right. Completely I say out. to people, stick to porn robots. <laughs> Click this link and come watch me, you know, take a shower or something. <laughs> New business, Al? <laughs> uh, Jerry, remember, I want to do a follow-up story to something we, well brought done, you, Eddie. we brought you last week. Okay. You'll recall last week we discussed how the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers in round three or round is this four. The, is this the bird again? Yes, that's right. They were going to have a parrot deliver their uh, third or fourth round pick. Thir- uh, fourth round pick. Whatever. Details. Okay. Fourth round pick. And uh, we were all wondering, how is this parrot going to uh, learn... This draft choice is a uh, first name. <laughs> in such Hi, a sh- Johnny. <laughs> in such a short time. Right. Well, uh, the uh, woman who owns the bird sanctuary, uh, she was upset because people were very angry. It did not go well with the parrot. Yeah, because it's a bird. In fact, the parrot said nothing. <laughs> she said all along, 
She doesn't know where people got this idea that she was going to teach the parrot the draft choice's name in 30 seconds. So who had this idea then? She said all along, all the parrot was supposed to do was hand her trainer the card. Oh, I see. With his foot. Hi, Johnny. (laughs) Then the owner owner of the parrot (laughs) was going to say, the Buccaneers select John Smith. And then when she raised her hand, the parrot was supposed to say, Go box. Another one for Eddie. <laughs> you idiot. Evident- Hi, Johnny. Go box. <laughs> Evidently, the parrot was very overwhelmed by being on that pirate ship. And people- had stage fright. And had stage fright, and it said nothing. It did hand her the card. So it did its job. It did. Well, it didn't say go bucks, which oh. she had been teaching it for over a month, she said. <laughs> what a waste of time that was. <laughs> go bucks. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think of when you hear that? Can you play go, go bucks? Can you play hi Johnny go bucks and na 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 all at once? This is my impression of a parrot. Hi Johnny. Go bucks. You idiot. I always had an idea about about owning a parrot like an African gray. Right, but it's going to outlive you at this point. Yes. But my idea had always been I would leave talk radio on while I went to work. And to see if the parrot would start talking like Joe Beningo or Evan Roberts. You've reached a new low of lonely. You want a parrot to listen to sports radio so you can go home w- and actually have a conversation I'm- as opposed to sit there like a mute eating your tortilla chips all afternoon. I'm curious who it would pick up on. Like who a parrot would Why did most... you just put the ID channel on? You two can talk murder. No, I don't, want, I don't want the parrot <laughs> talking about murder. That's scary. Oh, my God. But I wonder, like, who is most parrot-like on the radio station that the parrot would begin to mimic? Well, I think it's pretty clear. It's Mike or Joe. Don't you think? <laughs> would it say bro? Okay, bro. bro. Okay, bro. Cracker, bro. <laughs> That's so stupid. Oh, box. <laughs> All right, we got to take a break. This portion is sponsored by Frontline Plus. Warmer weather means more time outside, but can also mean more bugs. So don't forget to protect your pets with the number one Hi, name Johnny. <laughs> in flea and tick protection. Frontline Plus. Buy it today. Right, Johnny? We'll take a quick break. Oh, box. Boomer and G are at the top on the fan. It's the dynamic duo of Alan Jerry on the warm-up show. Brought to you by Newcastle Building Products and the only streak-free roof from Scotch Garden 3M. The superheroes of building products. All right, welcome back, Yankees. Lost to Charlie Morton and the Astros last night. 2-1 as he was fantastic. He's now 4-0. Jordan Montgomery, Justin Verlander go tonight. You got the Mets and the Braves tonight. Also, the Celtics beat the Sixers. And we're going to have a lot of uh, sound from Tom. I'm going to jam Tom Brady down your throat because I listened. I watched the whole hour of his his sit-down with Jim Gray. So we'll get into that this morning as well. Go, Al. I saw the Barstool guys seem to think it's a robot version of Tom Brady. I could see if you're not listening to it and watching it, I could see that. But he has that sort of look. Uh, he's stiff. Uh, yeah, he's very stiff. Yeah. But like you stiff. said, he loves Jim Gray. Morning, Boomer. Uh, yes. The, uh, how you talk about two people you would not expect to become buddy-buddy. Jim Gray golf and together Tom Brady. Out in Montana, that's why. Yeah, but still. What a great rich people play. What a party those two must be when they get together. I, I mean, they're, he's, they're both I think they're dull. smoking weed after the round. <laughs> Jim, pass me some weed. <laughs> Jerry, some Browns executive, I don't even know really who it is. I'd never heard of him. Former player. Neither would most people. But I just like that he said uh, something about Josh Rosen bugged him. Me too. <laughs> the look. He's got that look of just like yeah. he's going to be a tool. He looks like a villain. 
I have no reason. I know nothing about. It. I didn't see him he, take a snap in college. He looks like one of the guys that would have been on Scooby Doo. You take the mask uh, off and it'd be his face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He'd be the criminal. It's all scrunched up. It's just not. I'm with him. He said that he uh, had talked to. Uh, Oh, uh, I was trying kids. to talk to somebody who, uh, one of the other sports over there at, uh, where'd he go, UCLA? <laughs> <laughs> and they go, go He's talk to Josh's himself. girlfriend if you really want to find out about him. And he took that as a bad sign. Yeah, not a great sign. Yeah, so I don't like that. Uh, also, I see the Milwaukee Bucks are interested in the, I know, you're not my, this you're, Mike Budenholzer. May not be so easy for the Knicks to get him. Jerry, would you rather go to the Knicks or the Bucks? The Bucks and Giannis and Tenem Kupo. That's in Milwaukee, though. So boring. I, I don't disagree, but never mind. Oh, I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> what's, the, what's that? Good sausage. Sausage? Sausage. You used to get the best player there. What's the difference between a sausage and a kielbasa? I don't know. There's some difference. I have one's Polish and one's Italian, right? Yeah. Italian sausage, Polish kielbasa. Eddie, <laughs> <laughs> <Any> your thoughts? <laughs> <laughs> Mike Francesa is coming back oh, home to God. the fan. <laughs>